Sometimes Heroes, Season 2, Episode 47. My name is James, and I'll be your Game Master. Let's introduce our players. Hello, I am Alex, and I play Dupe, the Dwarf Fighter. My name is Winter, and I play the Elf Druid Sariel. I'm Mark, and I play Yeesh, the Human Fighter Paladin. And Amanda, I play Galena, the Dwarven Bard. And Molly will not be joining us today. She has finals. That's, that's a legit da, 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 reason. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I also have finals, but they got pushed off because there's threatened violence at my school, which is a telling time Yay! for our days. No. no, no, no. Bad. Yep. All right. So last time on Sometimes Heroes, y'all had the animeist, uh, lady talkiest episode that ever did episode. Wait, lady talkiest? What, what is do you mean? La- lady talkiest? Yeah. I don't know. I, you had two very elegant ladies chat battling each other, which is good, a good time for me, at least. And, and oh, then I pooped okay. on the guy's face. Yeah. Also, that happened. Never mind. You had the animeist, most no, poopiest episode. No, no. But I gave I gave someone the anime up yours face as I jumped out a window and tried to make them. What's the word I'm looking for? Incriminate just, them? Yes. Well, I tried to incriminate them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was pretty. Just It was a very anime episode. Which you can only imagine that they were in there and this guy was hassling her being a cop, basically, and being like, what were they talking about? I'm going to zone of truth you. And then like, all of a sudden, Angel. Yes. All the fan art will come from last episode. Yep. Hopefully. So last time on Sometimes Heroes, you found yourselves flying towards this epic confrontation in the sky between Kui and an angel of Paylor, flaming sword and made of light crying out all sorts of uh, ridiculous things at the city. But I asked you last time to roll initiative. What did you guys get? Well, since you asked this time as well, this time I got 19. I don't remember if I rolled last time. You did roll last time. You got an 18. What okay. a coincidence. Sariel got an 18. Dupe rolled a 12. He's rolled a 20. All right. So we will begin the skills challenge as Kui is doing a fighting retreat seemingly towards the unbreakable temple and gij is up first as the lot of you fly in formation i assume towards their conflict yes i don't know what we're doing when we get there but the short version is i think stop queen um i said at the end of the episode i wanted to cast bless yet ah, yes. I said, and, yeah i wanted to cast bless and you cast bless on dupe yourself and eden but eden's not here so i'm gonna i'm gonna scooch bless on over to uh sariel galena who wants him more Give it to Sario. All right. I'll, I'll sounds, give it to That Sario. sounds all right. Okay. All right. And I assume Eden in all of this is actually taking up the rear because she knows that if she doesn't, she might get slapped and then you will all die. Well, just, just the fighters will die. And she might die. This puffin is invincible. I don't need no bless. That tracks. Uh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. As, as we quite heroically literally fly through the air toward this... Um, Divine dogfight, Gige will clutch his talisman and say, Saloon, watch over us in our travels. And he will cast Bless on himself, Dupe, and Sariel. All right. And Dupe, you are up first as these two titans clash in the air. Wait, why is Dupe up first? I rolled 20. I'm sorry. I just misheard the name in my head. Gige, you're up first as these two titans clash in the air. Gosh, I don't know what to do. I see she's heading for the temple. Um, I guess I could try to help the angel. Or I could try to attack her. How is she flying? Is she just using a spell? Does she have any wings or anything? 
Uh, she does not seem to be flying through any conventional means, so far mm. as you know. Like, there's no Da Vinci machine around her, nor demon wings. She appears to just be zipping around. Hmm. Okay, then. Mew. Mew. Um, so let's see. I will do... God, this sounds almost like a terrible idea, but how would I do athletics in the air? I guess maybe I'm going to try and get in the way of her and like act as a distraction so the angel can get some good hits in on her. You are going to try to cut off her escape? Yes, I'm going to do that one. By physically interposing yourself? Yes. Like a, a road stop in the sky. Or I'll just smash into her really hard and throw off course. Full body tackle? That makes a lot more sense, actually. Which, yeah, I'll go for that one. Okay. Uh, roll in athletics, and don't forget to add your bless to it. Oh, jeez, I don't even think I need to add my bless. Back a saving throw spell the target will defense. Do I have to take it on the very next roll, or can I save that? It is active save. for a minute, so it doesn't go away when you use it. Okay, well then, I mean, I guess I'll just roll my d4 for, for kicks then. Mm -hmm. Because I rolled a 23 in athletics, and I rolled a 1, so <laughs> I get a 24 in athletics. Woo! you bowl through this conflict as she gets knocked back from the angel and is actually using that to her advantage to get some more space between her and it. Gij, you sort of track where she's going and just say in your mind that way and make yourself into a missile and tackle her, sending her spinning through the sky as you find yourself far on the other side of her. But she is slowed down enough for the angel to catch up and resume its assault. As you are passing, though, you feel... Like, getting close to this angel singed your skin, like you've been out on a beach for way too long. Oh, how horribly unpleasant. Mostly just the exposed parts, but still, it's bad news. And who should we have representing success? Got a bunch of NPCs on the map here. Me. Nah, I'm, I'm going to put I'm you guys on the map so I can tell kind of where you are narratively. Oh. How about Lehu? Lehu? His success, okay. yeah. Lehu's success. You have one success, guys. And I believe it is Glenna's turn. Okay! As you begin your turn, you hear the angel just screaming out, I am his sword! And as Kui recovers from her spiral, she turns to Gij and says, I know this is confusing for you. And Galena, you start. What do you do? Okay, first things first. Are there any bodies of water close by? You could certainly swoop down to, let's say... Just for ease, there actually are, like, water towers in this town, because they can't do wells. Okay, and, uh, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I know I recently saw something useful. I'll just save it for my next turn. Okay, so, is our goal to stop Kui? Because for some reason I have it in my head that we don't want to kill her. Do we want to just stop her? I don't know. Well, we, we want to prevent this war from happening, because whatever she and her mom are planning is probably bad times. That's what we do know. Very likely. Okay. Is Kui close to a water tower, or can I say that she is? Uh, if your role depends on it, sure. She's just been wanna... full body tackled out of the air. Why not? Is um, Gi still contacted onto her? Is he still in contact with her? If it helps you, sure. But I assumed that he tackled it doesn't and help. flew by. It doesn't help. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to say when he tackled her, she's going by a water tower and i do shape water and freeze it around her can i do that are you still a puffin oh no oh crap i need to go to the ground then okay i majestically fly to a water tower 
turn into so Galena. Yes. Turn into a light on top of it. I turn into Galena and I do the thing. What do you do with the water? I um, shape water to her and... Oh, why do I need a water tower? I have my, my endless water jug. Oh, well. It's for thematic effect. Because it's um, cool. Because it's cool. And then I create like a bubble of water around her and freeze it. Dope. All right. What do you think that role should be? Because I feel like you could sell that as quite a few different things. The only thing it can't be uh, is athletics. I feel honestly feel like it would be, even though this doesn't help me at all, Arcana. Uh, okay, that sounds fine. I rolled a 15 in Arcana. All right. You, oh no, you don't have bless. Okay. All right. Before we go any further, I just want to remind some people that they've gained inspiration. Eden has gained, ins- oh. gained inspiration for uh, I'm no longer going to be intimidated speech. Glenna, you get some for being a bird so dedicatedly for a whole episode. <laughs> Gij, you get one for uh, anime insulting someone. Really? Yes. Wow. That was, qu- that was quality and it was timely and it was actually a pretty dang good idea. Oh man, I will happily take my inspiration. Thank you. Alex, you get one for risking discovery to contact your bro. Ooh, yay. And Winter wasn't there, so she doesn't get one. So sad. That's what I get for doing whatever it is I was doing instead of this. Probably sleeping. Oh, wait, no. I have a note right here. Winter gets inspiration for the episode before that. Winter equals drunk squirrel. Yes. Nice. <laughs> you all get inspiration. Yay. So, Galena, that is going to fail. Oh. As the water goes up and starts to envelop her, she starts to just, like, zip away from it. Do you want to try to inspiration to get that done? I am thinking on it, because the the advantages is won't have a fail, hopefully, but the dis- but then I could save the inspiration for another moment where we're also dying to stop us from dying. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you know what? I'll keep fail. Okay, you hold on to the fail. Which Which NPC is fail? Oh wait, NPCs are dying. No, I'm just no. As I a just physical representation, keep, oh. keep count. A bloodless eye. You want to do bloodless eye? Connor. Connor. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no. Connor's a good boy. He didn't do nothing. He's a tryhard exactly. boy. Tryhards sometimes fail. All right. So Galena tries to shape a ball of ice around Kui, but Kui is able to escape it before the ice closes, just leaving a ball of ice in the air that eventually plummets into a building. And Sariel, it is your turn. At this point, the angel continuing to assault Kui says, Know that this vile creature consorts with outsiders. So loud that the entire city can hear it, and it just sort of hurts your bones whenever he talks, whenever it talks. And Kui yells to you, It is your nature to oppose this, guardians. But you are free-willed beings, slaves to your given roles, second. Like, I had a plan, and then, like, right as my turn came up, I realized I'm a bird. One bird. Well, luckily for you, you can kind of change from bird to person at will, as opposed to Galena, who, like, the moment she changes back, she's just like, oh, shit, I'm a a person now. Oh, no. And I cry. (sighs) Oh, no. Kind of be be an elf, free free fall it for a little bit, and then be a burb again. Or you could land on a roof. That's true. (laughs) That's a lot less dramatic than just like uh never mind free falling wrong <laughs> you want to shield you, surf you, you fly could just... high staff surf to the ground <laughs> all i'm saying is i have a tower shield on my back 
It's essentially a moving platform. Oh no. Uh no, it makes it makes geez. See now I'm overthinking it. Like how would the physics of this even work? Where would I have to land? Just do something anime. Right? Yeah. The the more extra the better, I suppose. <laughs> I am not against you flying by Gige and just like mushrooming like, hey, throw your shield at me. Oh, no. And then shield surfing. No, that's that's too extra. That's that's way too extra. Okay. So I think in in the interest of kind of working under the assumption that Kui is using fly, which is a concentration based spell. I, I feel like Sariel would probably know that without having to, you know, roll for it. Well, <laughs> wait, be I, funny. I slammed into her though. Wouldn't that have interrupted the fly? That's assuming that we are doing a specifically mechanical thing. Oh, okay. Also assuming that she's not extra human. Okay, sure. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. Continue then. I think I'm going to attempt to break her concentration with an exploding thorn. Nothing breaks concentration like a bunch of shards of wood in your eyes. That'll do it. Uh, and it also allows me to attack without getting crisp, because I'm going to assume Sariel saw what went down with Gij. Oh yeah, for sure. So what is the challenging part of this? Is it changing from a bird to yourself, free-falling and throwing a thorn and then changing back? I want to say the challenging part is probably... Uh, actually, yeah, let's let's do that. I was going to say the challenging part is getting the thorn close enough to be effective, but I mean, the rule for the spell does that, so... All right, I think that's pretty safely nature. What do you think? Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Noise. Sario rolled an 18 in nature. Add that add D4. A, yeah. Okay. Put a plus on that, girl. I used to know where to find the extra die, and then they changed the layout. Boo, James rolled four, you didn't ask, and it got a one. <laughs> Killing me, James. Killing me. I if just you, found you, it. You can roll it again. What's a pass? Because if I'm passing, I'm good with it. You're passing either way. Don't worry about it. Okay. I'm I'm okay with it then. I'm not going to be salty. <laughs> I wouldn't have just done it if I didn't know you were already going to be fine. <laughs> Sariel rolls a 19 in nature, basically taking this time that Galena and Gij are throwing distractions down to get some height, flying as Raven straight above them, turning back into yourself, just free falling, that hard like wind pulling back your face, water coming out of your eyes, staff pointed just straight down. A shard just like descending down and old school uh, flak guns going pa next to Kui and distracting her for a moment as she was about to throw some lightning in this angel's face. And she is distracted for a moment. You move forward on the success track. Nice. And before you splat on the ground, well, actually, you're, you have a moment to free fall. You could probably do something else during this same free fall. Free fall. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I honestly can't think of what else I would want to do specifically in elf form. Well, you have until your turn comes up again. Okay. Uh, dupe, you are up. As this happens, the uh, angel cries out, Cower from his brilliance! And Kui looks up at you, Sariel, as you hurtle by. Know that my people are being corrupted. It is slow and subtle, but my mother has seen its course. Wait, Kui said that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> and dupe, you're up. Um, okay, bear with me here, James. Got a lot going on in this dupe head. Alright. I'm basically, um, using my, like, regular attacks as the basis for this idea. Okay. Which, the way I imagined flying at her at the end of last episode was with my one-handed axe and my shield drawn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, 
I want to throw those at her. <laughs> like, using, you know, the shield attack is, like, normally my bonus action, and the axe is the regular. Right, right. And then okay. after I throw those at her, I want to hit her with Godslayer. That is dope. Yes. So... First, a sideways swirling axe, then a frisbee shield, then just a dupe with a hammer swinging comes in hard as a trifecta. That sounds legit, and it sounds like athletics. Yeah. Okay. Roll 20 in athletics, plus 2 for the bless. So 22. A 22 in athletics. As she's finishing saying that and like bringing up a shield to prevent a flaming sword from hitting her, she looks to the side and dodges the axe and the shield, comes up to a place where she's like, ha and then gets hit by a dupe. Uh, yeah. Just full on clocking her full speed as he passes by. Kui uh, goes spinning, but drops down to roof level, flies, and touches the unbreakable temple. And right as her hand lands on the flat glassy stone, there is a massive crack in the air that hurts your ears ever so slightly as the temple begins to slowly shatter down its side. Geesh, you're up. Is, is this a failure condition, James? Keep going, see what happens. Because this feels like a failure condition. Um, huh. Okay. Because I, I, hmm. I feel like we would have sufficiently stopped her from doing this, but if she's doing that, um, God, what do I have to prevent further destruction of the temple, I guess? She appears to be, right after this, like, trying to get some height she just kicks off the building and starts to fly as high as she can oh hmm i'm figuring that i guess she's trying to destroy things and then get the heck out of dodge i guess i'm gonna use strength i'm gonna try and use strength to to keep her pinned uh unfortunately you can't just roll normal stats you gotta roll a skill and you've already used oh, athletics. right 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 sorry not strength mm -mm -mm. describe what you're doing and then let's name a skill for it hmm she touched down touched the temple it cracked down the side, and now she's trying to lift up. Mm -hmm. Um. Hmm. Well, you know what? I guess I just I want to know what that's about. So would that be perception or insight? Perception would be looking around, seeing what's going on, and then in the vicinity. And insight would be looking at her and being like, "What is she feeling right now?" I guess I'm gonna do perception to see what exactly that would achieve. Okay. Cool. So you want to fly high up and take a moment to take in the situation yeah i mean i guess because i barreled through i'm going to turn around and i'm just gonna i just i'm gonna perceive the situation see what i can figure out is going on i rolled a 10 jeez i think even if i roll a four i'm not gonna get good enough with this gotta get good oh i rolled a one so i only have an 11 perception that is a failure do you want to try to roll again with an inspiration uh, I feel like I should hold on to my inspiration, but this is the cool stuff. So yeah, I'll use my inspiration. I'm going to roll again. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad I used that. Um, <laughs> And then I'll use my D4. So for my D4, I rolled a one, but for my perception, I critically succeeded with a 26. You advance two up the success track rather than failing. And Gij, as you hurdle into the air, just smoothly out of your tackle, flying up, realizing that there's nothing you can do to prevent her from getting to the Unbreakable Temple because you're accelerating in the other direction and whatnot. You gain some altitude and look around outside the city. And you see, it appears like they're mostly doing patch-up work. They're filling in the holes kind of stuff out there. To the south, there's the large mercenary encampments and army encampments. 
you see the city below you and the streets are crowded with folk. But in this moment, in this supernatural awareness that Gige finds himself in, you find yourself inspired to just peek under your under your blindfold. And you see a reddish light on the horizon to the southeast, barely visible next to the sunrise, as well as below you, four specific figures in the crowd, all with their hands raised, all cowled, all chanting, all at the cardinal directions. Let's kill him. And that's that's I don't I'm not saying that's it isn't that's all I'm getting, but this is the uh, this is what leaps out to me. Mm-hmm. All right then. Uh, well, as soon as I see that, I I, um, I mushroom these four individuals that, in this state of hyper-awareness, jump out to me. And I mushroom it to the others, so they know exactly where they are. Yep. You've got a pretty good map of the city via Gij's top-down view. And as Galena, you recover from trying to control this giant ball of water, you hear the angel scream out, Foul whelp of the Lord of Tyranny, you shall die this day! And Kui says, You should fear a hollow nation, the Avzal without stories, without direction, without honor. As she begins to try to climb after hitting the Unbreakable Temple and starting quite a massive crack down the side from the tower. Is it my turn? Yep. Sorry, my mouth was full. Okay, what I want to do, but I'm afraid this would be another Arcana roll. What I would want to do is try the water again, but have it fill the crack in the tower and then freeze it so it becomes ice and seals it i only know a little bit about geology but do- wouldn't that make it worse it would widen the crack it would still seal it like mm. it would be frozen it would seal it but it would widen it so when it melts it would be broken open pretty much okay you want to try it to ho- is it a a vertical crack or a horizontal crack it's a vertical crack okay so it'll just like buy it open a little bit but i still want it to be ice like solid. I don't want to discourage your creativity, but maybe it's on me because I said I was just sharing the location of the people. But maybe I should say that Gij would in- share the location of the chanting folk and encourage the group to stop them because he's pretty sure that's going to activate the rune around the town. Oh, no, that's a good idea. So they're chanting? <laughs> yeah, I, I, what it seems like four people are, in the cardinal directions are chanting. And are they I th- singing? No, I think they're doing a... Come on, James. So for you, it's kind of hard to tell because Gij saw them from way high up and just had a moment of like magic inspired vision. But to you, the streets are crowded with just screaming people who think the end times have come because there's an angel flying above their city telling everyone to repent and fight and die. And somewhere among those people are four individuals who are chanting. So I don't know where the chanters are. I know that they exist. You, you do know, know generally where they are, like which street, which intersection, like you could narrow them down to a group of 30 to 40 people, given Gij's okay. instruction. Am I close to any of those places? You can't be. It's narrative. Okay, I'll, I'll say that I am. I'll say that I am within 120 feet of one of those places. All right. Uh, on the you're, water tower. You're able to jump from roof to roof to get to one of the places that where Gij saw and looked down into one of these crowds. I want to cast Synaptic Static on this group because it'll affect everyone in that group. Just out of curiosity, what does that spell do again? Let me look it, let me look real quick. Every creature within a 20-foot radius of that group must make an intelligence save. Anything dumber than two intelligence is immune. 
the targets take 8d6 psychic damage if they fail. So this is the equivalent of throwing a fireball into the crowd. You are going to murder most people in there. Oh, it, it's, it's that bad? Yeah, okay. most people have between 4 and 6 HP. Okay, never mind. I don't want to kill people. I Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I get within 60 feet of a group of people, and I cast Calm Emotions. Uh, well, I cast okay. Calm Emotions by trying to talk them down by playing my loot at the same time. Okay, so you show like, up on a nearby like, roof and start talking to this crowd, trying to get them to calm down. Yeah, so like pipe, the, Piper status, trying right. to get them to calm and just like listen to me. And the one person who doesn't will be the one that you need to mess with. I gotcha. Yeah, and and even if if like that person ends up not being singled out, it means that they've been calmed by my casting and that they're not paying attention to what they're supposed to be doing. So it's a win-win situation. All right. If I succeed. Mm-hmm. Roll a performance, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to suggest. I rolled a 26 performance. All right. Galena, you pop up into this intersection in the direction of the Black Keep. You only had to run a couple of roofs to get here. The crowd is full of people, but you show up on the edge of the roof and do a power cord and start calling out to them, asking about how their day's going, kind of stuff like that. And most of the crowd stops screaming like they're going to all die momentarily. And most of them look up to you and stop yelling, except for one figure who remains stationary, hands in the air, mouth moving. Okay. Can I do anything, or do I have to wait? This sets up someone else to do something nicely, as you now have an exposed person. Okay, I point at the exposed person. I'm like, ah, that's one of the guys who started all this mess, loudly enough for the people around me to, like, notice him too. <laughs> that sounds like an excellent next action if it comes to that. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll push it, my next action. Okay, so at this point, Sariel, you hear the angel yell, This realm is under his protection. Know that he is eternal. You see Kui look at you, and she points up at you, and you hear her voice in your head. Think the havoc we would wreak upon the world and ourselves. We must deal with this while we still have the strength. Sariel, you are up. Can I roll insight as to what she's talking about? Uh, you could. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that thing. Is she being low-key racist, being like, yo, this elf knows what's up. Let's wreck these fools. Do you think there's some racial superiority going on? <laughs> I mean, her people don't think too highly of my people, so probably not. Uh, Sorry, I rolled a 14 in Insight. Roll uh, that d4. Yeah, roll that d4. We can't get more than four ones on d4, right? Two! That would put my roll at 16. As you are plummeting down towards this woman and her mind touches yours, casting a message on you. You you try to suss out the meaning behind what it is, but all you sense is desperation and perhaps a desire to please as she blows by you in this moment of hesitation that is a failure. She bl- she blows you in this moment of hesitation, A. James. Blows by you. It's completely different. I refuse to acknowledge your A. <laughs> That's fair, honestly. Do you want to try an insight? Uh, I mean, um... Inspiration? Do you want to use an inspiration on this? No, no, I don't think so. This isn't that important. Okay. Uh, I think the only other thing Sariel would do, I'm assuming I saw things go down with uh, Belena singling people out. Yeah. I resume bird form to kind of kill some of that momentum and uh, make my way over that way. 
power glide over there. Cool. Yee. All right. So, Dupe, you are up. You see the angel charging up after Kui and passing by you. And its face turns towards you, which is kind of hard to tell. You just suddenly, like, are getting a face full of sunlight. And it says, You, kin of Moop, know that it took much of his will to petition me here to expose your enemies. And he rushes by you. Um, sorry for the inconvenience? <laughs> he doesn't seem to be listening to you. Oh, well, fine then. God, arrogant, isn't he? No. Angels? Arrogant? What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, guess I will fly down to the ground near the guy that Galena showed us. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll just try and, like, grapple him. Okay. What role are you using? Because you've already used athletics. I'm thinking more acrobatics. I mean, okay. Just trying to control your flight into this crowd without tackling the wrong person. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. You are pretty much just skydiving into him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah! It's a bird. It's a plane. It's dupe! (laughs) All right. I rolled a 16 plus 2 for the d4s, so 18 in acrobatics. That barely passes. Oh, thank Uh, goodness. I'm I'm imagining imagining that... This dwarf just suddenly appears on a roof and starts playing music, and then everyone like calms down and looks at her in awe. And then she goes, "Ah, that guy. He's this—the guy that started all this." And they're all kind of turn around, look like what? And then suddenly, Duke goes, "Woof!" right on top of him. <laughs> yes, a, a, a dwarf in spiky armor just comes flying out of nowhere. I, I want to say I'm like just small enough to fit in between someone's legs, and then I slide into this dude's legs, true <laughs> knee breaker style. <laughs> so you just full yes. cartwheel this guy by hitting his legs out from under him? Yeah. Okay, cool. This guy does a full cartwheel and lands on his back, and you hear him just do one of those exhalations of breath that only happens when you land flat on your back, and his hood flips off, and you recognize that it is a hobgoblin. <gasps> Gasp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he has stopped chanting, that's for sure. Hooray. I Uh, think. I don't really actually know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. (laughs) All right. Gige, you are up as the angel says, you will burn in his radiance as it closes on Kui and Kui begins to slow down and spread her arms out, eyes closed, lips whispering. Hmm. You are one away from success. You are one away from failure. So I'm wondering, do we need to stop the chanters? How many chanters do we need to stop? Because if we need to stop one, we've succeeded. If we need to stop more, we have not succeeded. But if we only need to stop one, I should probably help this angel. This angel is going full speed, heavenly sword out at her chest, it seems. And she's setting up uh, some some razzle-dazzle. What do I got? I really feel like I should try and get another chanter. You know where they are. But you're hinting at me that I shouldn't. At least I feel like you're hinting at me that I shouldn't because, see, yeah, I mean, I'm a medieval piece of garbage. Am I? But I don't know. I feel like you are because you're like, yo, this is some this this angel is about to eat it. But I feel like if I don't get the at least one more chanter, the town's going to be three fourths jacked up rather than full jacked up. OK, what can I do? What can I do? What exactly is Kui doing? She's got her eyes closed, arms open. And she's muttering to herself. Mm-hmm. Looks like arcane casting. 
Okay. God, I feel like this is a terrible idea. Okay. I'm going to try and stealth fly up behind her and tackle her around the waist to completely screw up her spell. And even if I succeed, it's still a terrible idea because this angel's going to crash into me too. But why not? I'm Geesh. I do this. I I think that's it's an interesting idea, stealth flying. Mm-hmm. But as there's the assumption that people are paying attention most of the time, I would normally say no. But she has uh, closed her eyes. That's why I'm saying that. So I'm going to assume that you can do this. Are you doing anything about the angel that's going to about to train wreck y'all? I really feel like I should, but I, I like I James. It's it's kind of a miracle I'm flying. Okay, I'm gonna I'm say do- the challenging part of this is not tackling her. You can do that. She's not defending herself. She's just casting. She's focused on that. What are you trying to accomplish beyond that? Not getting hit by the angel, pushing her out of the way of the angel, stabbing her before the angel stabs her, so she gets double stabbed. Hmm. Double stab sounds cool. Uh, uh, I'm open to suggestions if anyone wants to give me something. I will arrive at ideas sooner than later, but I might arrive at one sooner if people give me ideas. Um, I feel like as long as you interrupt her cast, that's kind of the main goal, maybe? Okay. And, and then as far as, as how you survive the angel's onslaught, that is up to you. Rope, and maybe? Is, and where is she currently standing, James? 450 feet in the air. Oh, so, okay. So if I snatch her out of the way, he's just going to end up going flying through the air. He won't hit anything. Yeah. Are you going to lasso her? <laughs> I don't know why I, that I, uses me so much. I was thinking of flying up behind her and knocking her unconscious and then like epically holding up my shield as the angel strikes my shield. And it will look super cool and hopefully not kill me. Mm-hmm. But it still means I'm getting hit by an angel. So mm-hmm. please give me ideas. Group. Touched by an angel. Violently touched by an angel. Yes. <laughs> it's called getting smote um I, I feel like your rope would probably be like the most useful thing that you have in this situation i'm not gonna lie in the interest of not getting toasted that seems like a pretty decent idea i keep thinking of these really cool ideas that almost kill me like i knock her unconscious and then he strikes my shield i don't know why my brain's going there but that's what it's thinking there's only room for one suicidal tank in this party oh i didn't <laughs> realize i didn't realize you would was... okay um <laughs> so i guess i'll just i'll just rope her Wait, do I want to rope? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stealth up behind her and I'm gonna rope her face. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rope her her hands and her her face so she can't chant and her arms are at her sides. That's what okay. I do. Are you doing this yourself? So are you putting yourself in danger? Or are you throwing your rope at her? I'm throwing my rope up at her. Okay. All right. What do you think this would be? Well, the idea would be stealth, right? To sort of no get up behind her. Being stealthy isn't the problem. She just isn't defending herself. There's no stealth about it. I know what the obvious answer is, but it's a terrible answer, and I don't want to roll that. <laughs> What's the obvious answer? The obvious answer is sleight of hand. Cause, well, no, but just, my rope, I don't use sleight of hand, because I just command my rope to do things. I've already used athletics, right? Do you want to try to sell this as an animal handling, as you try I... to explain to your rope exactly what you want? No, this is yeah. not how that works. It would be arcana. It would be arcana? Yeah. It was made of spider silk. I know. It came from the fae. Would it be, would it be acrobatics? It's kind of hard to say because I really, I genuinely, I, I really just command my rope and it does things for me. So I'm not sure what this would be. It wouldn't be persuasion, would it? I think it, you could sell persuasion. You could sell acrobatics. You could sell sleight of hand. I don't think you can sell animal handling. 
You know, okay, I'll just say it's persuasion. I'll say it's persuasion because I, I verbally command something to my rope and it does it. So I'll just say this is a matter of geese trying to say exactly what he wants it to do. So persuasion. in this case, you are rolling persuasion because you've never actually ordered your rope to do anything that might damage it before. Mm, okay. And you are actually saying risk your, your rope life to do this. <laughs> oh no, my poor rope. Okay, I'm trying to convince rope to tie her up in a very specific way and not and try and... And be heroic. Mm -hmm. I rolled a nine. Oh, I know even with the D four, I'm not going to make it. Nope. I rolled a three, so I got a uh, a twelve in persuasion. I should have spent that inspiration. Wait, did you already spend your inspiration? I did. Yes. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, this is bad. So Gij, your rope flies up. You see the angel tilt its sword ever so slightly and say. Remove yourself, fey creature. And the rope just like turns a right back around and wraps itself around you. I can't blame the rope. You have failed this skills challenge. Can I lend my inspiration? Unfortunately, no. Oh. The... And I tap Eden for assistance. No. Okay. I'm going to say the, the bonus was Eden is so far away from any mm, danger that mm. there is no question of you guys falling out of gotcha, the sky. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Qui... Stands posed in the sky, arms widespread as the angel strikes her, impaling her. It. Oh no, she's gonna be a martyr now. Yells at the town. This is the judgment of the sun. Palor has spoken. And the angel winks out and is no longer there. Qui continues to float for a moment. One of her arms sinks as if it no longer has any strength. And Sariel, as you're looking up at her, you see her look down at you. She doesn't cast anything, but you see her lips move and she says, she will save everyone, even you. And the earth in a perfect circle around Black Hill is rent asunder. Huge plumes of fire and ash intermixed with huge hunks of glassy stone hurtle through the air. There is a split second between the visual and the audio as you're all deafened. No save. There's no way around it. The lot of you feel the flight spells around you fading as Eden is struck by the same concussive wave as you guys are, but you are able to find your way to the ground, maybe only falling a couple tens of feet before you land on a roof or the black stone streets of the city. There is a flicker of light as the unbreakable temple begins to break into shards and float up into the sky as if swept by a tornado into a circular pattern shards from the temple form a massive circle in the sky parallel to the horizon above you once this jagged sharp circle of obsidian stone flying in the air forms an aperture forms of blackness and from it bursts a multitude of purple tendrils that dip down into the city. Some uh, lazily toppling buildings and some weirdly caressing others. And a green tint appears in the middle before an eye, easily the size of the inn you stayed at, bursts out of the center and begins staring down into the city. What do you do? Ah, uh, leave. I guess I, guess I get f***ed is what I do. <laughs> You're not complete it. Um, <laughs> it's okay but, other people curse um i mean we've we've fallen we've taken some damage we're not flying anymore uh i guess we we gotta we gotta leave 
quick like. Um, <laughs> yeah, we gotta leave. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no. I don't. I don't know. Is there anything? Does anyone have an idea of what we should be doing? I guess. Do we, did we see where we all fell? Do we know where we are? Are we are we able to mushroom our general locations to each other? You guys are still mushroomed up. You have full tactical awareness of the situation, even though you are slowly recovering your hearing. Dupe and Sariel annoyed that they just got their hearing back. Okay. Did I see where Kui fell? Kui fell hard. No magical padding or anything. Just hit a roof, went through it. Uh, so I guess I'm going to quickly mushroom where did Kui go down because he's given i guess he's just gonna try and get an answer from people oh do, do, i don't do, know do do we know james or i think absolutely Gish and sariel probably still know i mean galena and dupe were kind of down on the ground doing things okay so then. they may not have seen but you guys were like right in the action when it happened I'm going to say, once I've gathered my senses, I will mushroom to everyone. I won't say find our NPCs because they're not our NPCs. Find our traveling partners and get them out of the out of the town. And I'm going to sprint like a madman to where I saw, where I saw um, Kui go down. When you were thinking about your traveling partners, you are thinking about the sight you saw outside the town. The moments before the ash choked the air, you saw like a good three-fourths of those mercenary and army encampments get just annihilated. Oof. And you are unsure, Gij specifically, whether that included the third line or not. Hmm. Well, I meant like Connor and Odette and... I'm just, I'm just talking about people you know. Okay. So, Gij, you are flying down where Kui Well, fell? no, I've, I've already lost the, the ability to fly, right? Or are you saying I have the option of drifting to where I saw her fall? Yeah, I, I mean, during the fall, you could have fallen right. somewhere yes, specific. Right, yes, I will do that. Yeah, I will chase after where I, to where I saw her, her crash through. There is a uh, tile roof, which you see a hole in right where she went through, and you just fly through it, tuck and rolling on the ground when the spell wears off, as Eden is unable to maintain concentration. In the room, you see basically a hole in the ceiling, table in the center is broken, and Kui is sitting in the middle of it, blood pouring from her chest with a big searing blackened wound of a sword she looks up at you and coughs a bunch of blood Gish is going to grab his talisman and i don't know how how effective i'll be but i'll say not today you're not be you're not becoming a martyr today and i'm going to cast spare the dying Gish holds his uh talisman and he says saloon hold this travel in your light so they may see tomorrow and he presses his hands to her there is a light around you. It shines on her, and you see the bleeding stop, and she looks down and says, You never cease to surprise me, but perhaps you should run. Um, I would like to swiftly hit her in the head to knock her unconscious. Okay. It's not hard. You smack her upside the head. She goes unconscious. I will then use rope to tie her up and drag her with me towards the rest of the group. Okay, out on the street where the rest of you are, it is pandemonium in the most basic of terms. People are running, screaming, attempting to get out of the city. Those of you that were high up and looked down actually see this creature's tentacles and some people in the distance before the ash covers them trying to escape and being held back by an unseen force, except in the southern direction in which there is a wall of light that is there for a moment before it is obscured by smoke. Damn it, I knew I should have gone for another chanter. 
How long is that prayer that uh, Gage taught me? Uh, it's a good question. How long is it, Gage? I assume it's not super long. The combination prayer that the Gage sort of cobbled together, I'll say it's no more than 30 seconds long. Okay, I'm going to mushroom to everybody. Uh, I'm going to try and make a call. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I will recite the prayer once more. The person you were calling is not available at this time. Oh no, f***ing moop. <laughs> you get a sensation the opposite of the way you were feeling last time that moop showed up to you. Basically, as you finish the prayer, rather than feeling like a warmth and well-being wrap around you, you feel a sense of dread. And more than anything, you feel like the gods have abandoned you. Ah, uh, why did I know this was going to happen? Unreliable as ever. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, that was my plan. <laughs> Sorry, El, what are you up to? As Gij begins to drag an unconscious Kui with grievous heavenly wounds into the street, and Dupe just kneels down at a nearby shrine and begins belting out a prayer. Uh, I guess I will drop some heels on, on Kui. You see Sariel start to glow her staff and puts his hand up. He's like, we, we don't need her healthy. We just need her not dead. Uh, I guess Sariel will, will put it to the group. I think we all saw the thing coming out of the portal. We know what that means. We fought it before. So we can, we can try to find a way to close the portal. We can go see what that dragon's up to. I got nothing. All right, Galena, what are you up to? What does the, the ground where the Unbreakable Temple used to be look like? Dupe, as you're finishing your prayer, you look over towards the Unbreakable Temple, which is now just this depression in the earth, this black soil. It appears there are large cracks spreading out around it, and it occasionally the earth within it heaves upwards. Like like a heave from a Durgan? That looks like a Durgan heave, now that you look at it. Oh, yes. Maybe. I don't even know anymore. Question mark. Sounds cool. That's all that matters. <laughs> As you are thinking of what to do, the populace vainly attempts to dig at rubble that may hide loved ones or fleas, finding themselves trapped at these barriers or running into the ash outside the city walls. Soldiers, nobles, and mercenaries alike are being led mostly by paladins grimly and somewhat ineffectually attacking the tendrils, most bulk at the site before them. Down a street, you see a blackened, almost burnt figure, somewhat feminine, wrapped in barbed chain, appear amongst a gaggle of soldiers who were cowering from a tendril, but they, uh, Go from that to looking like they are possessed by a rage unnatural and surging forward, screaming bloody murder, falling upon it, being dragged up into the air, still hacking at the tendril. Oh, okay, so all the terrible things are here and fighting now. Great. I have a general idea for a course of action. It probably wouldn't be effective, but I feel like it's the only thing in my arsenal right now which could maybe help. So I guess while we're, while we're waiting, I can just sort of lay it out. Sariel can cast Magic Circle. But that is nowhere near big enough to contain what is all going on. It's certainly not high enough since it's a twenty it's a twenty foot tall cylinder. You could probably protect yourself from the nothing for a little bit with that, but it's very much like making a bubble inside the ocean in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Really quick out of character. Nothing that listens, portal above us. Temple's been torn apart, and I think you said the dragon has come out or is coming out, James? It's knocking on the door. And the Bloody Maiden, i.e. Sten's sword girlfriend, 
has just brought a mercenary group into town and they're attacking the tentacles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all the terrible things are here. Okay. And did you say that there was an area, I guess, where we'd stop that one chanter that it's not destroyed? You stopped the chanter in the east, but the south is where there is no barrier and instead it's radiant wall. In the south. Okay. Oh, right. Um, when you were out, Molly and I messed up that room. We, we changed it to light. Um, should I explain that now? We should probably wait for Amanda. I mean, she's She's back. She just rolled back. I just, I got, yeah, I'm back. Okay. So some stuff happened while you're gone. Dupe tried to pray. It didn't work. Gij stalled the dying of Kui and wrapped her up and took her away. Sariel was like, we're There's a dragon knocking on the ground. The slaughter of lambs, or the bloody maiden, rather, is in town, causing some people to attack this uh, monstrosity from the sky. Uh, That I I heard that there is a an escape to the south because of the room we changed. So there's an uh, a barrier, a seal preventing this creature and everyone else from escaping to the north, west or east. But south there is instead of an unpassable barrier, there's just a barrier of radiance. So you are on a roof, you see all this go down, the pandemonium begins. The figure that Dupe clotheslined, flipped, and got the air knocked out of him is standing back up and then collapses to one knee, but puts his hands out again and begins to chant uh, somewhat frantically. Okay, I I smack him. Do you want to climb down from the building? Yes. No, no, no. I uh, smack him with water. Water. So I don't have to climb down. Splashes on his- (laughs) I want you to, 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 to roll to splash water. I believe you have an ability that do that. A cantrip. Is it the shape water? I don't... Let me see. I've got wave strike. Wave strikes is too intense. Ah, it is shape water. Yes. So shape water makes him save versus strength. Let me look. Wow. Okay. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He crits. He just like keeps talking even though there's a hose on him. (laughs) Um, I start going, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) He's going, Okay, and then I, I'm going to cast Hideous Laughter on him. Can I? Yes, but let's get what other people are doing at this moment. Okay, okay. As you're trying to hose him to prevent him from doing this. Gij, as you acted first last time, let's keep that general order going unless you want to change it. Um. Yeah, so Gij has Queen. He's dragged her out into the street. So as soon as Saril offers heals, he stops Saril and then looks to her to see what, what she might suggest they do now. When Eden and I changed a rune uh, we changed it radiance or something similar sariel just seems very much out of it do you want to roll an arcana on that and see now that you've uh seen it in action what's probably going on hey let's do that never hurts to have more information sariel rolled a 20 in arcana given the the first implementation of the spell there's probably uh, a lava field out there in every direction but you know that just from having seen people bump into it, and now the tendrils are out far enough, you can see that they are pressing against an unseen force. And when they go to the south, where there's this light barrier, now instead of a physical barrier, they touch it and recoil back. You can see them emerging from the ash, burned with Swiss cheese holes in them. But some of them just push more aggressively in that direction every once in a while. And don't recoil as if, you know, ow, that hurt. Okay, this time I'm going to press, like, just punch. But you realize that you have 
opened an avenue of escape that will damage this thing, but it will be able to get through. But so, plausibly, could people, if they could actually, if they could possibly walk on lava afterwards. Well darn. Yeah, Sario will explain that to Gij. Oh, and that other, the second, secondary circle, the silver one, hasn't activated yet for some reason. Did we know what the secondary circle was for? It was connected to four different runes. One that was to the gods, the elements, death, and life. And they were all made of silver, which is something that is anathema to things that aren't from this world. Oh, okay. I would like to say that because Sara rolled 20 Arcana, she's holding the paper that Eden had. Yeah, Eden just like appears next to you and hands it to you. And he'll say, so if we activate this silver one, would this just get rid of the monster? And I feel like that would be another role to know that. You can tell with that 20 that there is absolutely no way it could be good for the monster. Uh, sorry, I would roll her shoulders. I mean, it's not going to help it. Well, I guess we should try and find the king, spread information that people can evacuate through that one area, through the south, and then try and get the silver circle activated to at least get rid of this thing. Hey, maybe if we're lucky, we get rid of the slaughter of lambs too, and Geesh points as it no doubt is. Is it, is it a giant, James? Is the slaughter of lambs giant? No, you saw it for a moment amongst a group of people who went ravenously mad and attacked a tendril, and then it wasn't there anymore. Okay, maybe it'll kill the slaughter of lambs while it's in town. As you're gesturing around looking for the slaughter of lambs, you see a group of people and look above you for a moment ever so momentarily and see the eye focus on them, and you see them all stop running away, panicking, and then start falling upon each other and just so savagely murdering each other. Mm. Well, I'm also going to have I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a quill of rope over Quee's eyes and her mouth just so she can't look at things. And he'll say, Well, I think we should go see the king if he's still alive and no one look at the eye, because that's never good. <laughs> okay. Dupe, what are you up to? Behind you you see Galena hosing a guy down, but down the street you can also see and feel the ground just thumping underneath you. Is the chanter guy still chanting? Uh, yeah, he's just chanting straight into that water. He's a champ. Let me go champer. punch him in the stomach. <laughs> okay. Yeah, boy! Get him! Just make an athletics versus his con. Alright. Try to gut punch him. Boom. Roll the 26 in athletics. He doesn't even see you coming. He got an 11... And you just walk up, duck under the hose, and sock him in the stomach, and he doubles over. Again, the air knocked out of him. I want to grab him and kind of restrain him. Uh, and um, do I have moment? rope? Yes, you do have rope. Does he, does he need his hands to cast, or just his mouth? His hands were outstretched, but they weren't doing anything. So it seemed like he needed his mouth. I'll mostly tie them, tie up his feet. Or actually, I'll hog tie him so that he can't <laughs> run away. There you go. Okay, as you're hog tying him, and basically, like, you're just so much stronger than this guy, he is clearly, as you're getting a better look at him, he's kind of nebbish for a hobgoblin. Haha, <laughs> my time to shine. Clearly a, uh, a dainty boy, and while on his side and you're pulling his legs back to get his ankles closer to his wrists, he recovers his voice and he says, No, no, you can't. It's, we can't let it stay here. I need to finish my part. What, what is your part? What are you guys trying to do? We need to enact the second part of the spell. Otherwise, it'll get out. Something's wrong. The south, 
The south section has failed. Right. So what is this spell you're trying to use? We've, we've, we've got to cut it off. Cut, cut what off? What are, you, what are you saying? He looks up and points in the sky and just stops talking. And like his mouth goes a little bit slack as he looks up at the eye. Gosh darn it. Ah, you stupid idiot. Smack him. I will slap him. (laughs) Yeah, hit him again. As you slap him, rolls a 13 in wisdom and shakes it off for a second. He moves his shoulders like he's trying to move his arms forward to grab you, but can't. And it's like, quick, quickly, I can feel it inside me. Wait, what? Ah, you are so confusing. There's no time. For what? As you're doing this, Galena, what do you do? Um, I go down to him and I say, quickly, explain what you mean. Will your part of the spell prevent it from getting into the city? Oh, no, it's in the city. (laughs) The city's gone. Okay. You look behind you and you see it's picking up a building and just like holding it in front of its eye and then it drops it on another building. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, scratch that. Will your part of the spell put it back in its place? Roll a persuasion as he is uh, super panicking. I rolled a 17. He stops for a moment and sort of looks down and squeezes his eyes shut. And he says, no, no, it'll cut it off. It'll cut it off so it has, what's here has to stay. We need to get everyone out of city though. We need to save everyone. Nothing will change until we do it. We can't let all of it get in. Galena rubs her forehead and she's just like, you mean all of it. As you are saying this, there is a, a moment that like unnerves you because it's there's just a lot of screaming and smashing and there's just a moment of calm as the city kind of goes quiet for a minute as the the only sounds are the tendrils moving around and occasionally smashing buildings but the ground next to you erupts as a massive black dragon begins to claw its way out of the earth roaring oh. and gnashing its teeth basically leveling the block around it. Well, look at that. The first thing it does is leap into the air and bite through a massively thick tendril. And you you have this moment of like, yay! And then it lands on another city block and levels it. And you're like, oh. Honestly, I'm team dragon, but uh, this still sucks. She so- turns to the to the guy and she's like, so was did your plan include a dragon? He stammers, yes, 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 the dragon was accounted for. And Geesh, what are you doing during this time? So do I know that the rest of them are over there? Yeah, that, you're okay. still mushroomed. I will quickly drag Kui with me to where the others are. And of course, I'll motion for Eden and Sarl to follow. Mm-hmm. Because I, I said we should speak to the king, but it sounds like they have some pertinent information. Can I say that I enter the conversation? Out of character. Mm-hmm. Just so we're clear. The second circle definitely wouldn't aid it. We don't know exactly what it would do. But it would keep it from escaping, most likely, right? It would do something bad to it. All right, and that's what they are trying to do, is activate the second circle. It sounds like they were trying to let a piece of it in, cut off that piece with the silver circle, and then, I don't know, I guess look like the heroes, I guess? Okay, just so we're like we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. I want to say Sariel's probably trying to flag down paladins and like get them to... Uh, Direct them to the wall of light, like let them know what's up. Okay. Uh, but when she sees Gige moving away, she'll she'll start to move away as well. So I want you to roll a uh, persuasion as you attempt to get these paladins to listen to you. 
They are notoriously stubborn. Uh, I rolled a three in persuasion. A group of paladins is just kind of shouting you down. They are yelling to each other, yelling out prayers. You see Knights of the Searing Rose and some knights with uh, ravens on their chests who are charging into a building that is currently being picked up and maybe like 20-30 feet in the air they appear on the roof and start hacking through the tendrils holding it up which you know eventually drops them and they all get crushed i I was anticipating just being ignored and i was going to be like yeah whatever y'all are lame anyway but now they're dead so yep i'm just Uh, get out there they they go do a, a brave but dumb thing which is how they do you and Gij run down the street towards Galena and Dupe and reach them. So I will say, Hi. hey, Gij has Kui in tow and drops her in front of the guy, in front of the, uh, I guess he's a warlock, in front of the warlock. And says, your queen has fallen. So what's the end game here? Her sacrifice shouldn't be in vain. This city shouldn't have to die for nothing. Let me finish. So what happens? What, you guys sever it and then... Then yes, what happens? Sever it. We we need to sever it. More is coming through than ever it should have. Um, I'm pretty sure he's saying the truth, but I would like to roll insight. Go for it. I rolled a thirteen. It appears as though he is legitimately telling the truth as he knows it. At least his panic is real. Hmm. I guess because we say because because if it's all right because Sarah rolled a twenty on Arcon and she has a Quint's blueprint. Does that seem like it would do that? I know we already we already asked that question, didn't we? Yes. He said it would cut it off. That seems very reasonable, given the arcane knowledge that both Eden and Sariel have dropped on you. Okay, Gish will shrug and say, I guess let him finish. Hopefully his 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 uh, peers are still chanting. If no one stops him, he immediately gets up on his knees and begins chanting again. So I'm down to let him. Is anyone going to disagree with my assessment? Feel free to disagree if you think it's a bad idea. How long has the thing been out? The dragon? No, the other thing. Oh, the, the Nameless Hunger? Yes. The Nameless Hunger has been out for about a minute and a half now. Sweet. Know your enemy time. Oh, snap. The only, the only thing I would worry about with him continuing his chant is that it will block off everyone's escape. Possible. Although it seems like everybody's escape is blocked off right now just because of lava. Yeah, I was going to say, we're already ringed by lava. <laughs> yeah, Gij is inclined to believe, hearing Galena's doubts, you'll say... I'm pretty sure it was their plan to show up as the heroes. So let's just let him finish. We've got him. We've got Kui. The king was already going to be distrustful of them after what happened with the angel. As you guys are looking over, you see the castle is still kind of like barely holding its own. Got a lot of ballistas, got a lot of paladins who seem to be able to fend off the tendrils to some degree. But Dupe, as you do know your enemy, I want you to roll wisdom. Oh no, because you have to look at it. Mm hmm. Roll the 20 in wisdom. Damn, son. This thing is like an old friend crawling back into your mind. You feel familiar. You feel weird flashbacks to Moop's death. You feel those moments of shameful action in which you did things that were so unlike you and you didn't know why. And this time, you're able to fight them off. Hooray! What questions are you asking about it? Um, what's its con? Higher than yours. AC? Higher than, ah, well, lower than yours. Mine's 20 right yeah, now. Yeah, lower than yours. Okay, I'm going to go hit it. Wait, what? You have one more question, I believe, right? Oh, really? Three things? I thought it was three. Is it not? Uh, No, two characters of your choice. Have I been asking okay. you three? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, well. 
the nearest tendril is currently reaching into a building, but it's like very carefully reaching through a window, just is, on a street like that way. Is Duke running towards it? Yeah. Gij unwittingly channels dad vibes and is like, Duke, no, get back here. Nope, I'm going to go kill it. Duke, no. Moop said not to let it through, which we already kind of did because we suck apparently. So now my only option is to kill it. Um, Gij is going to, I mean, is this guy still chanting James? Yes. All right, I'm going to continue to let him chant. Hopefully, the chanting closes up before that thing gets dupe. But seeing as I'm standing next to this guy and holding Kui, I can't really chase after dupe. Maybe someone else should chase after dupe. All right. We are actually going to start another skills challenge as you guys have chosen a course of action, which is to help the hobgoblins do their thing. Right now, your goals are to keep the tendrils or the eye from killing this dude or stopping him from chanting. To stay alive as a giant dragon jumps around, trying to destroy everything around it. It doesn't seem to be specifically targeting the monster or the city. It's just destroying. Also, there happens to be the slaughter of lambs somewhere in the city doing things, so that could also be a thing that threatens you. Also, you may want to see if your various frambles are okay. I want you all to roll initiative. I almost feel like we shouldn't be doing this. And James is like, oh my god, not only did you guys fail, now you're going to let the enemy succeed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's an unreasonable choice. So as Dupe runs off to attack the nearest tendril, Sariel, you see Gij attempting to dad vibe him, which doesn't seem to work. <laughs> what immediate and deadly danger do you face? We're gonna drop that magic circle. We're gonna we're gonna do that thing. So in an attempt to not not do a thing. What are you attempting to do? Uh, I was attempting to put the spell description in chat so people can see what I'm up to. You just clicked the spell. E. I didn't do that? Hmm. No. Which spell? Magic circle. You have to cast at level. Oh, I was not getting that prompt. It sometimes gets hidden under the main Under sheet. the things. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Do you bust out your chalk and magic circle, or do you do it with uh, some of Eden's res residuum? Oh my, I like, I like having the option to use residuum. Would that use up all of our residuum? I don't think so. I, I think she has a couple hundred worth, and- you can always just buy more. You have a lot of money. Okay, then we were we were going to use that residuum. And I am going to cast it. Uh, I'll just cast it at level three. Okay, so the hard part of this is not casting it. It's the fact that you're casting it in the middle of a street in a, in a city gone mad. Maybe we should find a spot to hide first? Uh, well, it appears like this guy needs to stay right here. Yeah, Oh. exactly. So I want to say the, the difficult part will be maintaining focus on something that I haven't actually cast before. Maybe something like intelligence or... Uh, I think Arcana makes sense to me. Arcana? Okay. The best thing about this spell is targets within this bubble cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed by the, the creature specified. I'm assuming you are talking about uh, extra planar bad nopes. I am indeed. I rolled a four. This is gonna get real rough real fast. Do you have inspiration still? I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna do that thing. <laughs> uh, so should I just roll again? Yeah. I rolled a ten. Also, rolled... bless has worn off by this point. Yeah. Just so we just so we know what is our what's our. This DC. one is not as hard as the last one. This one is fourteen. Still a fail. Rip. And you don't need as many successes as you are doing this circle. Just a number of people fleeing 
from a nearby building who were hiding there previously, but one of the tendrils just like gently snaked its way into a window and started snaking around inside, and so the people ran out. And they bumped into you, they scuffed up the circle, especially the parts where you wrote the unnamed runes, so it's just not preventing anyone from coming in. It's a bad time. Dupe, you are up. So, can I take out the Sten Lantern? Or, like, do I have to have it out in order to use it? Uh, yes. Okay. It's a skills challenge, so you can use it however you want, narratively. I want to whip that out as I'm running towards this tendril. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go, Sten, I think you're in there. At least that's what the others say. If you are, please light Godslayer on fire. I hopefully have a flaming weapon that I can hit stuff with. Dope. So I'm going to say that's not the hard part of this. Basically, you dip Godslayer right next to it, and the flame reaches out and surrounds your weapon, and you now have a flaming Godslayer. What's what's the dangerous, possibly flail part of this? I assume I can probably catch myself on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, persuasion, as you try to get Sten not too pumped about lighting your weapon on fire. You explain, Sten, the meaning of moderation. (laughs) (laughs) I, I know it's hard. (laughs) <laughs> oh no i rolled an 11 i think it's inspiration time it might be also you are surprisingly bad at persuading people well i'm not very charismatic i'm kind of an asshole that's true hey i rolled a 16 nice you have one success as <laughs> dupe does not light himself on fire and then goes and wails on a threatening tendril but generally Hooray. closes off one street by being the most terrifying thing on it all right galena What are you doing as this uh, dragon jumps up again, actually gets up in the eye, claws it a few times before it lands in the city on its back, just making a small crater? Well, a very large crater. Can I give the dragon inspiration? Uh, That depends. Do you remember how the dragon reacted to your music last time? The dragon was grumpy. Hmm. Hmm. I just want to be friends with a dragon. Another dragon. Um, uh, I'll give Dupe Bardic inspiration because he's going up there with a flaming hammer to smash things and I just want to make him even more likely to succeed. Okay. I I am going to say that that is okay. You just, next time Dupe comes up, he has Bardic inspiration. But what are you doing? Okay. Uh... Would she uh, roll performance people... for that? No, that's just well, an ability ha- she has. It's oh. like bless. I think I've been too stringent on that in the past, not allowing those in skills challenges, and I think it should be fine. Okay. Basically, I'm just like, dupe, I believe in you, despite you not wanting to hug me sometimes. Anyway, are there a lot of people? Like, are we around a crowd of people? Depends. Do you need that for your skill? Because yes, if yes. so. Yes, I, wanna, I want my skill to be performance, and I want to... To uh, rouse them to be heroic and help each other get to safety away from the fighting monstrosities. Okay, so you're directing this mostly at civilians. Cool. Yeah, I just because like I don't want people to die. <laughs> I get out of the way while we t- try to stop big things from killing things. All right, persuasion or arcana? Persuasion, I think. Absolutely. I mean, performance. Sorry. Definitely performance. 22. 22. You use your stage presence to both gain their attention 
and pull it away from the eye in the sky, as well as your loud, loud voice to direct them to the south gate, whereas before they were milling in panic and now are in a direction. And actually sprinkled in some calm emotion and some heroism in there, they are helping people get up. They are not generally trampling each other. It's good times. Yeah, let's do this. You guys got this. Good job. Good job. Some of them are like, hey, don't patronize us. It's trying time. Hey, you, shut up. <laughs> hey, yous. Uh, hey, yous over there. Mm-hmm. Keep your mouth quiet. Yep. All right, Geesh. Oh, um, I'm going to go for... I, mean, I was going to encourage people to, to head for the gate, but that happened. There is a maddened crowd not too far away that threatens you. There are a number of Searing Rose Paladins that are currently hacking at a tendril, but some of them have seen you and clearly recognize who you are. From where? From reports. Oh. The only Silver Crescent Paladin in the town. Yeah, well, there you go. Paladins are just dumb enough to ignore the Eldritch monstrosity to go try and arrest somebody. Oh, they're heading this way. I'm, I'm just giving you some, some ideas. Okay. You decide which one's important to you. God, I want to say I want to use I want to roll religion to try and drop some sacred radiance. If I see any tentacles coming up, but my religion is not that great, and I really don't want to fail this one too. Mm-hmm. How about I roll perception to see if I can't make sure that there's no tentacles sneaking up on us out of the corner of my vision? That sounds like a great idea. Is basically Gige is watching the sky uh, every once in a while when a tendril starts getting too close, he sacred radiance is at it to make it go away. Don't look in this street. Go go to that street kind mm. of thing. Does that sound all right? Sounds fine. So all perception? Right. Perception. Gotta stay vigilant. I rolled 14 perception. Because there are thousands of them. And 14 just barely makes it. Oh, thank goodness. Gij is just shield up, yelling a prayer on repeat, basically. And there's blasts of moonlight just hitting tentacles, shushing them down alleyways and yeah. back into windows. They generally are just coming down kind of like little curious fingies. And then they jerk back and then decide to look into a different building. All right, Sariel, you're up. Oh, geez. So I'm sorry, what was the action Geez just took? Perception. He was watching for tendrils coming down around you and papping at them to make them go away. Go somewhere else, at least. Some things you haven't dealt with is the uh, dragon who is currently rampaging around and could conceivably step on you next. Oh no, if only there was someone who spoke dragon. If only. Uh, so we got the dragon. This dragon is probably about half a Godzilla. Yeah, but like, which version of Godzilla, James? Uh, the one in the rubber suit and no wings and okay. no, no, no mecha gear. Okay, no proper okay. Godzilla. Because I failed my last roll, I'm guessing my magic circle failed completely or is it just like kind of faulty? Whichever one is more dramatically appropriate. I'm I'm cool with either. I, I want to go with it's just kind of faulty. Yeah, occasionally the tendrils get up to it and then they caress it for a minute and then they start to poke through. Its name is Too Muddy. Gives Gige time to zap it before they start messing with you. It also prevents its gaze from possessing you or affecting your minds. Nice. That was, that was the big thing. Because if it had failed completely, then it would just be like, well, I try to do that again because it seems kind of important. But that seems boring. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Good call. You it's have some NPCs not. that you haven't quite hooked up with yet either. Oh, shoot. In a very dangerous town. Well, I guess I could go bird it up and try to wrangle our NPCs. Yeah, you could definitely use your last burb to do that. Oh, use my last burb to turn them into burbs or... To turn yourself thinking... into a burb. Yeah, okay. So what on the way as 
the type of bird that you are threatens to unravel the situation. I'm going to go with being a raven again. And I guess there's probably just going to be a whole lot of tendril dodging. Oh yeah, you have to you have to fly up to get a good view of what's going on to try to find them. I like that actually a lot. Do you want to do acrobatics? I will do acrobatics. That seems very reasonable. I think Raven has plus two or plus three to acrobatics. Actually, I'm going to say that specifically acrobatics, Raven is proficient because they are somewhat fancy flyers. So should I roll that? Should I be rolling that as a Raven? Yes, but we are going to add proficiency. So plus three to that. Okay. My Raven sheet's kind of a mess and it doesn't look like I can actually click things. Would it be okay if I roll that? Just roll a 20. And then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, rolling a d20. 13. And you said she has a plus two proficiency? You've got proficiency plus three, and then ravens have plus two decks, so you have plus five to that. So you rolled 18. Yay! Get them NPCs. Avoid them debris and tentacles. After Sariel establishes this bubble of anti-eldritch horror around you, I'm just like, peace them out, and I just Geesh. leave. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, he's just flashlighting all the creatures coming through, and Dupe is just hassling all the tentacles nearby with his flaming mace of, I didn't catch myself on fire, good job. And Galena is organizing the evacuation so they don't just trample you. Sariel leaves and flies up into the tendrils, and you lose sight of her for a short while. She emerges from a nearby alleyway, followed by Odette, Connor, and Lori, as they run and join the circle. Odette's quiver is mostly empty. Connor looks like he has been stabbed. Oh no! And Lori is currently, like, feeding him a potion, which appears to be helping him out a bit. But she also doesn't look great. And they join you in the circle, where the warlock, hogtied on his knees, finishes chanting, and his eyes go back, turn black, And there is a negative pressure in the air for a moment as the ash that has been choking the air and filling the sky begins to pull away. And you see four silver bolts of light, one coming from the north, one coming from the south, one coming from the southeast, and one coming from the west, all come and strike the portal, which appears to tear in those directions. Many of the tendrils are destroyed by this initial strike, but the eye and a large portion of its pulpy purple body are cut off and fall into the city, destroying another wide swath of it that hadn't been wrecked by the dragon already, which it begins to wriggle right there, and the dragon immediately falls upon it, the dragon appearing Like this fight has taken its toll on it, it appears to stumble and sway as possibly the tendrils or the gaze has been taking their toll on it. As the ash goes away and the portal above you closes, torn asunder by these silver bolts, you see in the distance a red splotch, Gij as a person who's from the Empire, and Sariel, someone who is in the offsaw long enough to know about this. You recognize this to be an airship, a very massive airship. Oh, snap. And Sariel, you've read about this. What have I read? This is the Empress's personal airship. This is the Amber Dawn. And there we will wrap for the evening. Cool.
with that, our hero's ill-considered caper has sent them crashing straight through the complex conspiracy to cohort with this cavernous, consuming cryptid. But can they counter this critical conflict? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes. Uh, if you could, guys, give Winter your side of things real quick. So I'm going to, as fast as I can, eat a chicken nugget. I shot on a guy's face. Nice, nice. Yep, that's how it all started. I was a puffin. You made noises. We, I made noises. I pooped at a guy because he was going to arrest us and it distracted him long enough for us to get away. And we went to talk to the king. The king liked us. He he was he thinks I'm a real bird and I'm riding on his shoulder right now, I think. Moop did some praying. I mean, Dupe. Dupe did some praying and then... I told him there. the lead hacks were prayers. They needed a prayer. And he's like, yo, bro, I need help. Well, I can tell the king. He's like, yeah, let me, let me, let me go get someone. Hold up. Yeah, and then there's an angel fighting Kui in the sky. Nice. Also, as just as I was just listening to it, I think you abandoned his shoulder because you all realized that you could still fly. Yeah. And you were like, F it, let's go. But then again, you can start pretty much wherever you want to. It's a skills challenge. It's narrative. Uh, so what is our what is our goal? I guess. Well, Kui's going for the American Temple, so I guess our goal is to prevent her from getting there. We don't know why she's going there. Oh, Moop. Oh. Moop told me that, um, right. He okay, you know how there's the uh, the circle around the city of residuum, e. and the uh, the runes and such, and on the plans that Eden stole, figured out there was a summoning thing in the middle. Moop told me that they someone was gonna summon the nameless hunger, nothing that listens, whatever, nothing that listens, thingy, the thing that y'all banished in the Cold Forge. E. So yeah, that's probably bad. So they're going to summon that thing in the caldera, which I'm pretty sure will take over that big dragon. Oh. And it'll be all types of bad times. Oh, yeah. He, he also said the dragon isn't the, like, evil thing that's under the city. He said it's not the dragon. Oh, my God, guys. These nuggets are so dry. <laughs> Dying. Trying to, trying to eat them so fast. <laughs> like, choking. Use BBQ. Uh, don't you dip them in something, you savage. I got no dip. Got no dip. Used to flavor answers. I watched the first season of Star Trek Discovery. It's I. Is it better or worse than Orville? I have not seen Orville. So I don't know. People say Orville's better than Star Trek Discovery. I would say Star Trek Discovery feels more like an action sci-fi show than it does a Star Trek show. So, you know, it's very okay. If you go in there expecting a Star Trek show, you might be disappointed. So it feels like the new movies? I guess, yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Not bad. Not great. It's okay. I've been trying to power through TOS uh, to try to, like, educate myself. Oof. Yeah, I'm not ever going to touch the original series. There are moments of legitimate okayness. I feel like that should go on, like, a motivational poster. There are moments <laughs> of legitimate okayness. You can achieve moments of legitimate okayness. Okay. <clears throat> Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. All right.